0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way, back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series, joining you every Monday to Friday at 10am UK time, very happy to be joined by my two regular guests, Bailey, how are you doing, you good?
1: I'm good TC, I'm good, happy Friday to you and Chris, how are you guys?
0: Yeah, good to be on a Friday, TGIF indeed. Uh, Chris, how you doing my friend, you good?
2: Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Thank um... It's actually quite nice. that the, the sun's shining sort of in my direction this morning compared to how it's been over the last couple of days. Um, yeah, it was snowing it's not Exactly. Man. It's crazy, isn't it? But um, <laughs> a bit of sunshine on a Friday to cheer us all up. Yeah, it's good.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we're going from a Saturday where it was 18 degrees to uh, two degrees and snow uh, on, <laughs> five days later. British weather. Who loves it? Good morning to everybody in the chat box. Hope you're doing good and well. No April Fool's jokes from us, I'm afraid, this morning, unless the boys have got something planned I'm unaware of. Uh, Which is, you know, you can never rule that out. But uh, we kick off with information regarding North London derby rearrangement plans. And the indications are that the rearrangement will see the North London derby be played at the week of the 9th of May. Uh, Now for Arsenal, that means playing Spurs in a midweek fixture after playing Leeds at home and before travelling to Newcastle United, whereas Spurs will face Liverpool the weekend before, away from home at Anfield, before hosting a Burnley side that have already beat them this season uh, at the following weekend. Bailey, who does this favour most?
1: The Gunners. Of course. Of course he was. I think, look, we've got the advantage in top four as long as we... As long as we're still there, as long as we still got the p- position under hold, then it's, the pressure is on them. So we just got to keep winning and I keep hoping that we are still in a top four position where the pressure is less, and we know we can even get there and get a draw and and just hope that we can just get over the line. I think the last few weeks are always tough. They're always the the ones where teams seem, seem to drop silly points. Let's hope we don't. And if we're in, <clears throat> so if we're in a solid position there, then why not? Why not?
0: Chris, there'll be two Premier League games left after we play Spurs. Do you think it could be a case where the top four's already sorted and we don't even have to worry about the North London derby ramifications by that point?
2: It would be a luxury, wouldn't it? It'd be a nice um, way to go into that North London derby because, you know, the way it's set up and obviously how close things are at the moment, It's, I think uh, it's going to be tight and it's um, it's going to be a nerve-wracking 90 minutes or so. But, um look, obviously, a lot can obviously change between between then and now. Um, and, you know, we'll just have to wait and see how things develop. But, you know, all we can do is just take each game as it comes. And that's what we have been doing, you know, going out there, giving our absolute everything. And, um, well, leaving everything out on the pitch, uh, leaving no regrets, giving 110%. That's what Arteta demands from these players. And obviously, that's what we demand from them as well. And I think actually... Despite the pressure that's been on our shoulders over the last few weeks and months, we've done really well. And we have managed to cope under a lot of pressure and expectations. So I don't see that dramatically changing. There's some tough games coming up. There's no doubt about that. And we will be challenged. Absolutely. But um, we've just got to keep, you know, stick to our game plan, do go out there, do what we do best. Take each game as it comes, like I said, and keep our head. Keep our head down, focus, and and hopefully the results will will be positive because of that. And um, look, I'm I'm quietly confident I have been for a while now, um, but uh, it's unpredictable, isn't it? The Premier League, the, fo- the football, you never know what what the outcome is going to be. But um, I'm confident if we stick to our game, hopefully get some uh, more positive results over the coming weeks, then uh, we we'll sh- we should be okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really positive place to put the game, to be honest, because as, as I just said there, it could be a situation where the pressure is kind of off. Um, I, I would be surprised if we've nine points up for grabs that it's sorted by that point. Um, and that if we'd open up a significant lead over Spurs, especially considering their fixture run compared to ours. We've got games against Chelsea, and Man United and West Ham away from home. Before that, obviously, we travel to Crystal Palace, which is never an easy game for us. Uh, we go to Southampton, which has historically been a place where we've dropped points as well. So look, it's there's no guarantees about this. But I am quite pleased that, you know, it's it's nearer the end, uh, rather than, you know, now. I know that there might be a situation where we could say we'll we get out of the way, but there's also if we were to say lose that now, the impact on the rest of the games could be significant. Whereas Arsenal will play Newcastle and Everton, two teams that you expect Arsenal to have enough to beat. But Losing a North London derby and then having to play West Ham and Man United and Chelsea and all those teams still, I think, would probably be worse for us. Whereas, you know, uh, Spurs are in a situation where they're playing catch-up and they've got some really big fixtures themselves. So, we're hoping um, that when we come to Monday, at least, and play Palace, that already Leicester have done us a favour as well, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. Now, Mikel Arteta did address the Crystal Palace game in his press conference yesterday. I was joined by Kai Karnak, and we talked through a number of topics on this. But something, Bailey, I wanted to focus specifically on was uh, his response to Saliba, I was watching along with the press conference and just kind of willing that question to be asked. I was waiting for that question to come across because it was, you know, we needed to hear an answer on it because he's considering Saliba's played for the French national team now. And I mean, just to read you out the the response regarding what he said of Saliba, he says, I haven't spoken to him since then, then being the the call up to the, uh, the France national team. But obviously, we are really aware of what he is doing and how he is developing. He's our player and we're really happy with the decision that we made. He is getting the minutes and the exposure, responsibility and the growth at his age that was not something we could guarantee here this season. And it makes a lot of sense that is happening with him. And we are glad to see the way he is improving. Um, Two questions. Firstly, is it bad that he's not spoken to him? Because I find this really odd. I I mean, if you're a a manager that, you know, you want to encourage Saliba to come back to the club, He's got the biggest moment of his career so far, as he says. He's Arsenal's player. I probably would have made an effort to at least just drop him a WhatsApp.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you guys have played Football Manager when you, uh, the player makes a cap, scores a goal, and you praise him, but then he still gets angry at you for praising him. I don't. Um, it can go oh, either <laughs> It can go either way. Uh, of course, I think. If I was Arteta, yes, I would have dropped him a cheeky, maybe a WhatsApp message saying, "Oh, well done for your call-up, we are watching you, we're excited to have you here next season, just to you know, really get his hopes up, saying you deserve it, etc., because you are still an Arsenal player and it's good to hear from the Arsenal manager. At the same time, he is on loan away from the club. He's still not you at the club. Maybe it's a job for uh, George Sampaoli to, to, to wish him congratulations and say, well, well done for that. But I am on the side of, yeah, maybe Arteta should have said, should have said to him, yeah, or well done, Saliba. But yeah, the quotes on him are interesting. I don't know if it means he's saying he's progressing well so that we get good money for him or whether it is is he coming back into the squad next season. I don't think Arteta has made that too clear. Yeah, he is saying he's mm-hmm. progressing well, he's developing, but he hasn't said directly he will come back into the squad next season I think that's quite easy to say I don't think you need to really mask that to say Salibre's, what he wants to to come back into the squad next season because it's not like he's a player away from the club he's still at the club and I'm sure he would have so I do you do have to read between the lines a little bit it's interesting I don't know what he means by developing well and growing how we wanted him to it could be to sell him or it could be to bring him back into the squad we don't know yet though
0: I mean what do you think Chris do you think that those comments are to say that they're looking forward to seeing him come back and develop into a really strong player or do you think that this is more so about Arsenal recouping the investment that they or rather the club put in before Arteta arrived of course?
2: Yeah I mean you can look at it either way and I can see where Bailey's coming from personally I don't think Arteta would sort of hint towards the the value and the the selling point of view because we know Arteta is pretty tight when it comes to things like that and it probably, you know, I'm I'm sure Saliba doesn't even know really what's absolutely definitely going to happen at the end of the season. So I'd be surprised if Arteta comes out and sort of makes a hint towards selling him or, or anything on his value. And I think it is genuinely just down to his development and the fact that obviously Arteta, Arsenal as a club, um, came under a lot of criticism for letting him go on another loan. Arsenal fans wanted to see him this season, wanted to see him in action for the Arsenal um, believed he was already good enough, but um, I think as the season has progressed and he's and Saliba's progressed with Marseille, we've you know we've grown to know the player a bit more and and know his weaknesses, his strengths. Um, he's had a few shaky moments here and there. Overall, he's had a, a solid season. There's no doubt about that, and he's proving that he's a top quality um, defender who has immense potential, uh, the potential to go on and achieve great things. Um, but, you know, I think considering what we're looking to achieve as a, a club this season, and obviously we're pushing for that Champions League spot, Arteta obviously felt it necessary to bring in a more slightly experienced defender in Ben White, who again has excelled for us alongside Gabriel. That's been a, a fantastic partnership this season. And I guess when you look at that partnership and how well they've succeeded, along with the fact that Saliba's continue to to grow and develop at Marseille uh, in a really successful way then you can look at the whole thing and go yeah we, we made the right decisions Arsenal made the right decisions and uh, a final decision will be made at the end of the season I don't think anything's set in stone at the moment from from my point of view and um yeah we'll just have to wait and see but like I said even if Celiba does come back at the end of the season and he has a role to play next season it ain't going to be easy for them, to, you know, to, to get that breakthrough into the first team on a regular basis. Because as I said, you know, Ben White and Gabriel have been fantastic. They deserve to at least for now keep their places there. But um, you know, with the the five substitutions being introduced next season, along with the potential, obviously, and um, participation in, in Champions League, uh, you know, Saliba's return and that added depth in that area will be absolutely crucial um, and very welcome. So. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see how it pans out. But I don't think anything is, like I say, set in stone just yet.
0: No, I don't think there is uh, anything set in stone. I think that there are still options open. I think it will depend upon the talks that are set to take place when Saliba returns um, in the summer. That is the expectation is that preliminary talks will uh, go ahead, whether that's over a brand new contract we'll have to wait and see. Um, But I do think he's a player that has proven this year you know, the, the quality that is on offer, the potential that he's got. And if we can keep him, we can extend his contract. You know, he could be a real asset to the club moving forwards. I don't think that we need to get to a level where, you know, we're we're arguing over whether he's starting over Ben White or Gabriel just yet because he's he's behind them in his development. But the potential for him to become a better player than them is, is obvious. But at the same time, those two players, Gabriel and White as well, are currently delivering week on week and, and to Arsenal's benefit. Um, we, we're going to finish the show with the topics uh, looking ahead to Crystal Palace. Ramsdale still expected to be out, Bailey, How much of a dent is that? And what kind of difference are you expecting to see on Monday night with Ramsdale still out?
1: Look, I think Arsenal are blessed at the moment because I believe we actually have one of the best backup goalkeepers in the league. I think Leno is very capable. He's very good. The only issue is, is with his uh, distribution. Of course, I think he's an excellent shot stopper. And in the game against Crystal Palace, sometimes what is best at Selhurst Spark is to not play out, not play out from the back so much. So I think Ramsdale's presence will be missed, of course. He has leadership. But I'm um, I have confidence in Leno. I'm very happy with Leno. I've always been happy with Leno. I've been a fan of Leno. Of course, I think we did need to upgrade, but I think it's not too much of a downgrade from Ramsdale. And I think there could be bigger misses in the squad, but of course Ramsdale will be missed. But I have confidence in Burnt Leno. So um, I'm I'm not too
0: I was just sorry to cut in, you think, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> um, you did that awkward pause. I was like, "Oh, is he done?" I'm going to jump in here, um, Chris. Are you, are you as equal as Bailey, confident in Leno, or do you think that the kind of the difference between their distribution, in particular, is you know enough to to set a few nerves going?
2: Well, of course, I mean the the, the distribution side of it that can always play a big part in in the setup and the overall performance and and um, what it allows the arsenal. A team to do as a whole, um the build-up play, etc., can always be a significant part. But at the end of the day, um Leno done a very good job against Aston Villa. He he was called in, he he did what he needed to do and um obviously made a couple of important saves, especially that one at the end with the free kick. And um his confidence will be at an all time high. You know, he's 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 obviously um you know been given a bit of a boost from that Aston Villa game and obviously the I think the celebrations at full-time prove that all of the players are still very much supportive of him. Um, And obviously, that's been a a sign throughout the whole season that there's a a rejuvenated team spirit at Arsenal at the moment. And it's really nice to see. So, um, you know, I think Leno will come in focused, confident. um, And yeah, like Bailey was saying, I think even before Ramsdale came in, and despite criticism that he received at times, Leno for me was one of the best shot stoppers in the league, and I think he proved that on numerous occasions. He saved our backsides on several uh, occasions, um, you know, and uh, the score line could have been a lot different um, if it wasn't for him over the last few years. So I've never doubted his quality. I think Ramsdale's more of a complete goalkeeper. You know, he's got that distri- distribution. You know he's stronger with the ball at his feet, and that's an added bonus considering we like to play out from the back and obviously sometimes find the long balls out to wide players. Um, but uh, no, I'm 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 confident Leno will be will be a fine in goal, and he'll do a good job. You know uh, with, that's I guess one of the benefits of having two top class goalkeepers at the moment. Um, obviously, we know that's probably going to change in the summer with Matt Turner coming in. But um, now's the chance for Bernd Leno just to uh, you know, continue sending a reminder to Arsenal and Arteta that actually he can still play a, a crucial role for us between now and the end of the season.
0: Zana's asking, do you think Ben White should take the gold kicks, Bailey? Because uh, obviously his distribution's <laughs> a bit better than the German keeper's.
1: No, I wouldn't say that for goal kicks. I think goal kicks are quite, usually quite simple. I wouldn't take it that far. I don't think Leno is that bad at distribution, but of course, (laughs) it's a major, major downgrade from Ramsdale distribution we're used to. But I wouldn't take it as far as saying Ben White should be taking the goal kicks.
0: Yeah, I do agree. I think that they're going to obviously set up a structure to support Leno as much as feasibly possible with his distribution. He's not awful. Um, it's not like it's a, a massive weakness in his game. It's just contextually in comparison to Ramsdale, the difference, because Ramsdale's got... World class levels of goalkeeper distribution to his game, so that that's where we kind of see the differences. The issue for me is obviously if we're going to continue to go long, which we saw against Aston Villa, is that especially in the second half, we put ourselves under increased amounts of unnecessary pressure, and that we need to try and limit that as much as possible. and And that is going to need to come through Leno being braver with his passing, going out to White, going to Gabriel or or Tommy or Cedric or. Uh, Tierney more often, or maybe dinking a couple of passes into the middle third as well for Partey and Xhaka to pick up. So we need to make sure that we're not always just surrendering possession to the opposition and, and that is going to be a really important part of it. Uh, Gene says though, Chris, based upon what you were saying there, is Matt Turner not class? Oh, in
2: I'm glad team? you brought that up actually because I, I, I sort of just remembered what I said and how it may have come across. That's not what I'm saying at all. From what we've, we've seen and from what we've heard, Matt Turner is class. He's one of the best goalkeepers in the MLS, um, if not the best shopper, st- shot stopper over there. So um I'm not doubting his quality at all. I just think obviously with... With Ramsdale and Leno, you've got two top-class goalkeepers who have obviously been in England for for several years now. Well, Ramsdale his whole life. Bernd Leno came in, um, I think, it was a, <clears throat> excuse me under Unai Emery when he first joined the club as 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 um as the head coach. So, yeah, I mean, obviously they they're both adjusted to the league, both adjusted to the demands of Arsenal Football Club. Um, you know, Matt Turner, he's coming from America, respectively, to the Premier League. It's you know a, a big step up. For him, and from what we have heard and from what you, you you sort of read about Matt Turner he's similar to 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 burnt Leno by the sounds of it in terms of he's a great shot stopper, but with the ball at his feet it's not one of his strengths at the moment, obviously he can improve on that um but uh it's certainly maybe one of his his flaws that he'll look to improve. But um, no, I'm not doubting Matt Turner's ability and quality at all. Like I said, everything we've heard about him, he's really, really high rate, highly rated and he's a, a great, great goalkeeper. And I'm, I'm personally looking forward to, to seeing him come in because he's meant to have a great character. And we obviously seen the success and the character that Ramsdale's brought to the squad. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Matt Turner um, link up with him as well. You're on mute, buddy.
0: On mute. I said that so composed as well. Should have done an April Fool's there and just not (laughs) told him, really. April Fool's! (laughs) No, lovely stuff. Um, Apologies. Uh, We will obviously be covering plenty uh, of Arsenal's content going up and after the game as well. There'll be a match reaction show uh, on Monday night. We imagine there will be um, going forwards and the show, of course, will return on Monday Uh, at the usual 10 a.m. time unless of course I'm not sure about scheduling actually because the game's in the evening we'll have to check that if not obviously we'll send a tweet out or we'll let you know but otherwise it will certainly be back on Tuesday. Uh, Bailey thank you so much guys for tuning in really appreciate it. Thank you TC thank you Chris
1: and everyone in the comment section have a good weekend.
0: Absolutely Chris always a pleasure my friend now you've sorted out you know you've not insulted any Americans now the matter. (laughs) (laughs) No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah.
2: Hopefully I, I clarified my point there. Um but like I said, I'm glad you put that comment up anyway, because I sort of just thought back at how I worded it and it was perhaps um not the best way to, to do that. But um yeah, no, thanks as always, T C. Thanks as always, Bailey. a pleasure, and um I hope everyone has a great day and has a great weekend as well. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Enjoy your weekends, people. See you again next week. Uh, have a great time, and as always, up the arsenal.
2: 49, 49, 49.